Welcome to the IASA Podcast Network. I am Rich Volz, Associate Director of the Illinois Association of School Administrators. And today I'm interviewing Kim Schlissen, Illinois West Superintendent. The topic of today's podcast is the continuing topic we've been broadcasting on, the teacher shortage in Illinois. Hi, Kim. Please tell our listeners about your school district, where it's located, size, and other demographics that might help our listeners to get a feel for where you're at. Okay. Illini West is located in Hancock County, which is west central Illinois, right along the uh, Mississippi River. We're about 15 miles from Iowa and Missouri. So we're in a, a place that's very rural, and we have a lot of traffic back and forth between Iowa and uh, Illinois. Uh, we're a high school district with about 350 students, and we cover 366 square miles. We have three elementary districts that feed into Illini West, and uh, we're a new district. We've been around for 10 years, and it was a convergence where they, they used to have three uh, pre-K-12 districts, and they now have three uh, pre-K-8 districts and one high school district. Okay, so could you explain for our listeners because of where your school district is located in rural West Central Illinois, about your teacher shortage situation. Uh, it's pretty se- severe, especially here at a high school district where it's you know typically been harder to get certified teachers throughout the years. Uh, but it's we're in an emergency situation right now. Usually, if I was fully staffed, I would have twenty six point five full time equivalent teachers. Uh, right now, I'm, I'm at 23.5. Uh, we have shortages this year that we, we could not fill. We, didn't, we ended up opening and running the school year without a special ed teacher, a math teacher, and a PE teacher. Uh, part of our problem is, is that a lot of the young teachers go straight to, from Illinois, WIU, Western Illinois University, which is about 30 miles from Illinois West, and they go straight to Iowa or Missouri to teach. Um, the teaching certification over there is easier, uh, the pay's higher, and the retirement system's better. So we have our teachers going across the river, but we're not having any of their teachers come back this way. So it's a real problem for us, and uh, I'm not looking forward to getting any better. Boy, that's very, so that's very interesting. So uh, what about the teacher licensure situation in Missouri that makes it easier for teachers to cross over from Illinois to Missouri uh, to get certified. You know, with Iowa and Missouri, both they have some they have some basic skills tests. Um, I'm not sure if they have the Ed TPA, but their their license it doesn't seem to be a problem in Illinois or in Iowa and Missouri for their teachers to get through the license program and get licensed. And then you, there's a lot more incentive to become a teacher in those states if you're, if you're going to make a salary that's maybe $10,000 higher than what we're able to pay here in West Central Illinois. So are those salaries uh, $10,000 higher at, just at the beginning, or does that go throughout the salary schedule? I believe it goes on throughout the salary schedule. Uh, the, the experience I have is I, ha- I have a, a daughter and a son-in-law who are both teachers. And they live in Keokuk, Iowa. And if you know this part of the state, that's right across the river. And the one's teaching in Keokuk, one's teaching at Fort Madison Junior High. And uh, my, my daughter received uh, $10,000 more just for moving from across the river. 
So it's it's a it's an issue that I'm not sure that how we can uh, fix the teacher salary problem here in West Central Illinois without a large amount coming from the state. And, you know, the state's doing what they can with the evidence-based uh, funding, which is going to help if it gets uh, more funding. But the, the teacher's salary is just uh, something we're going to struggle with. Uh, in the past, our salaries may have been lower, but we had a, a great retirement. And TRS was one of those retirements that everybody's, oh, you know, you're, you're not going to get the salary you do in, in Iowa, but your retirement's so much better that it's worth the uh, worth the. the the loss of salary throughout the years. Um, just uh, news out today that Governor Rauner has signed this Senate Bill 863, which um, is a professional education educator license uh, comparability from other states. And I, I haven't looked at it in particular other than it said that if you've completed a comparable state-approved Ed preparation program, um, then you're going to be able to be get reciprocity with Illinois. Do you look at that helping us? I'm I'm sure that's going to help. Um, the problem is is what our state considers to be a, an equitable education in another state. Um, are they going to find what the, the their programs in Iowa are, are going to meet the standards of the programs in Illinois? Yeah, that was a big question I had when I read that news announcement today is who's making this judgment if it's right. state approved? Right. You know, cur currently I have a special ed opening, a math opening, a PE opening. Um, I, in the last month, I lost another math teacher. I lost a science teacher last week. And I'm the, I, today, right before this podcast, I was informed that one of my English teachers is going to Utah. Um, most of the teachers that are here, I have 14 that are leaving within the next four years that have announced their retirements. So when you have 24 staff members and, and 14 of them are, are, are leaving, um, 11 of them of the 14 because of retirements, it's not an issue of the people that are here not, not liking where they're working, not enjoying Illini West. Uh, they're retiring. They've put in their, their service to the school district, and it's time for them to, to move on. The problem is, is we don't have the replacements. Uh, Ten years ago, things changed, and and we knew at the time when they started making all the changes that it was going to uh, kill our pool of applicants for teachers. Uh, you know, we're never going to find an industrial arts teacher, and my industrial arts teacher is retiring. He's uh, if you take somebody who knows how to weld and they can teach welding at a community college with an associate's degree, they're not able to teach in the high school level. Uh, welders don't have bachelor's degrees. So uh, it's, it's a huge problem. We're in an emergency state here in, uh, at Illini West. And I don't see it getting any better in the near future. Uh, it's, it's, it's amazing that when you walk down my halls, my teachers are still in a... In a good mood they're encouraged about um, teaching they they love their jobs um, but we're going to have a, a, an extreme shortage that we have to deal with in some manner so you mentioned earlier that the new funding formula in illinois uh is helping you at least a little bit at this point right uh you know we we uh we're going to get about thirty six thousand dollars 
additional funding this year over general state aid last year. Uh, of course, the state still owes its mandated categorical payments, but hopefully that will come. But that money will help us. We're uh, trying to give signing bonuses, 2000 the first year and 1000 for the next two years. Uh, we've raised our teachers' salaries in the last couple of years. Um, it's just uh, money, money, you know, makes things work. And if you have more money, you can do more things. Yeah, that's for sure. Money always seems to help solve problems. So what is your Board of Education thinking about concerning this problem, both short and long term? Um, short term, as I say, we, we've raised our, our base salaries. Um, I think now Alina West is probably the highest paying district in Hancock County for sure. We've done the signing bonuses and we were starting them this um this summer but we also are trying to hire people early like we know for the next three years who's retiring in what year they've already announced their retirements and we know what current openings we have so i have a science opening that comes open in 2020 when i find that science teacher i'm going to go ahead and hire them because i know if i wait till 2020 i may not have that biology slash chemistry teacher uh, i did hire one and guess what happened uh, he's here a semester. He just informed me that his home school district now needs a science teacher. So he's sorry, but he's resigning. And he'll be going to his home district next school year. Uh, we also had a PE teacher last summer that resigned in August because he had an opportunity to go to, to his home school district. And, you know, you know you, you, these young kids are getting out of school. Their families are in their home school districts, and they have an opportunity to go to that home school district. And you really can't blame them. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, the Illinois Association of Regional Superintendents did a study of teaching areas and shortages, and they were in fields such as bilingual, special ed, foreign language, school psychologist, speech and language. But really, you're talking about teacher shortages in all the main curriculum areas for high schools. Every single area, we have a shortage. Uh, we have a special ed, math, PE, industrial arts, math, science, PE, art, business, music, foreign language, reading specialists. They all are leaving within the next uh, four years. So it's a, in fact, actually, it's three years now. So it's, it's a severe shortage, and it's, it's getting worse. Um, a couple months ago, I could say, yeah, I've got 14 openings I have to fill before 2021. Uh, well, after today... I'm up to 16 or 17 openings that I need to fill. And I need to fill seven of them immediately. So it's, it's, it's getting worse. It's not getting better. Uh, there's two issues here. We have a long-term issue that we need to fix with getting teachers into the classroom. And we have a, a short-term emergency situation that we need to address. Yeah, um, the long-term solution... We had a seminar last year where we had a researcher tell us the long-term solution is, is 10 years out, just like you said. And short-term solutions um, being, you know, I, have you thought about having your legislators suggest changes for temporary teaching licenses? Yeah. Myself and um, 
Paula Markey, uh, Kathy Dingner, Todd Fox, and um, Mike Curry, all superintendents from West Central Illinois. We met with our local legislators and expressed our concerns and the problems that we were having and some um, ideas that we had at that time to help alleviate some of the uh, problems that we have. One of the, you know, the, the short-term problem, we need an immediate fix. We can't wait for kids to start going into education as freshmen in college next year and, and wait till they get out. Um, but we need an emergency fix right now. And uh, we have some ideas out there. Uh, we'd like for, the, I would like for the state to be able to declare some of our districts in a state of an emergency. And with that state of emergency, that if we can find a, a a good quality person that has a bachelor's degree or master's degree that we automatically give them a temporary license with stipulations or emergency license with stipulations. And then if they can score proficient or evaluate um, proficient or excellent on their teacher evaluations, then let's bypass the basic skills test. Let's bypass ETPA and, the, and student teaching. Let's just, let's bypass them and get them certified. If we truly believe in that evaluation system, that should be the, the indicator as to whether they need further uh, professional development or if they're good to go. But we could, I think we could do that uh, immediately and have it as an emergency certification just for a few years until we can do the long-term fixes. Yeah, I really think that you would be a very good representative to talk to the uh, House or Senate subcommittees on this issue because you certainly have, like you said, very critical issue with these uh, 16, 17 vacancies you're talking about in a short term and uh, a very critical shortage of potential applicants to take those positions. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'd like to thank you very much, Kim, for uh, being on our podcast today. And uh, I'm sure IASA is working on some of these legislative issues yeah. for you. Yeah. I, I, I think ISA is in a, a fantastic job of, of bringing this to the, to light at the state level. And, you know, everybody's working for the same thing. We want the best for our kids. Right. So thank you very much, Kim. And uh, well, we'll try to do as much as we can to help you. Thank you very much.